0: The school is out. Which means it's time for High Kids.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the High Kids Show. Thank you for choosing 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids, 4 Kids, 5 Kids. My name is Bria Katz and I'm your host for today. Coming up on High Kids Today, I will be interviewing Beryl Porter. She works at a place called Walk and Talk. So just stay tuned to 101.9 High FM to find out more about Walk & Talk. Get ready for a very exciting show on Kha Kids today. You're listening to Kha Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Kha Kids, for kids by Kids. My name is Berea Katz and I'm 12 years old. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you How, for having me. Such a pleasure. I'm so excited to find out more about Walk & Talk. So can you tell us what is Walk & Talk?
0: Walk & Talk is a system to try and encourage people back into South Africa and into Johannesburg particularly, where I first started. It's a system where I had a warm-up lap. Welcome to South Africa. My famous route is Santon, explore the richest square mile in Africa. Uh, then I have the main laps. It's all like done in walking terms. Okay. Main laps are all done by specialist area tour guides, uh, like stepping out to Freedom from Constitution Hill, um, this, um, experiencing the two oceans of Johannesburg Do you know the two oceans of Johannesburg? Zoo Lake to Emmerenshire Dam and back So those are the oceans that we have in Johannesburg Because we, we haven't really got a river in Johannesburg And then we have um, a cool down lap Hang up your walking shoes and let me look after you But what I've really developed And what is very uh, important for walk and talk tours We've developed an app where you can take yourself around on a tour and that is on an app called Join the Dots, because the most important thing is you don't really always want to know about a place, um, and also you want to feel safe in a place. So if you see dots on the road, and you actually see a sign that actually can help you to find out about a place, and you can have fun with it, you can actually... Put put the app on your phone, and if you're interested, you click into it. And my most important thing is, is actually to develop people's knowledge and also to make sure that they feel safe and secure and to get people out and encourage people to be a tour guide in their own home and to show, show off their own city. I developed and found out that um, my interest really uh, started with my very first journey out on the road was um, I live in Santon. I've been out in Santon for 44 years and we had nothing. We had three farms and three houses in my area and uh, we had no telephone and one day when I came home my car died and all I could do was actually get a uh, walk and get take out the battery of my car and push the pram, and go off to uh, Weinberg to get a, um, a car battery. And all of a sudden, I discovered areas that I didn't even know existed. I've been driving past them all my life and never really realized. And this is when I discovered that walking was quite important. And if you've got something to show you and you follow dots and you can actually go off and If you're interested, you can get that information. But the most important thing is when you're actually born, the first thing that milestone that you actually do is actually learn how to walk. Okay. Your knowledge is your most important thing and also your security of knowing where you are, etc. So, I've developed this app, and I'm hoping that it will take off and that people will use it, um, and also that if I, can, if I can bring it to the schools so people can develop their own school roots and have something um, that uh, they can um, make. Maybe it in interests other schools to come and view their school's roots and have a lot of interest between all the other different schools. Then you have a thing where... When I started this business uh, I mean I've been going a long time and it' been nearly going twenty years where I patented the system. I was a little bit before my time um I developed it. It was actually a telephone system before where you could actually call in and you could listen to the story on the phone. Anyway, so when I was uh, joining up with Johannesburg Tourism in 2004, we painted a labyrinth on the, uh, on the ground at Innisfree Park. And it, I don't know if you know what a labyrinth is. It's a special walkway which will always show you the direction which uh, uh, you know will show you the solution to a problem or the pathway. It's not a puzzle that has to be solved. And that's exactly what walk and talk to us, is to try and inform you of an area and to help you to, to visit a place.
1: Wow, it sounds like a very interesting thing to do. So with your app, you can get the app, And then you can go to whatever place you want. Correct. So what does the app actually do? Does it tell you about the place? Does it
0: guide you? Okay. At this moment in time, we've got a sample of the app. If you want to put it onto your phone, you can do it at the moment. It's a sample. It's join the dots, uh, walk and talk. And we've got Johannesburg on it at the moment. There's a lovely little video of Johannesburg. You can put your help. You can actually... Add to it with Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Uh, you can put your own story. Santon, uh, also a video, Alexander Township, Innisfree Park, Ernest Allman, uh, The Labyrinth, a lovely story about The Labyrinth, just to give you an int- uh, idea, the Jay-Z, Mushroom Farm Park, and also the Chabad, the Goodness and the Kanda Centre in Santon.
1: So you can actually be sitting at home and be watching a video about Santon? Correct. So you don't actually have to go out and walk?
0: Not at all. Not at all. My idea is, though, obviously, is to, when you go and you join the dots of all these different places, you will get points or you get some sort of recognition for, obviously, making it healthy and more exciting. But you can do it at any time. So if people don't really have to walk.
1: So with the guided tours, they have to walk. So when you have actually a tour guide, you need to go walk around. And then I'm assuming the tour guide would tell you about those places as well.
0: Correct, quite correct. Yes, yes. Now, obviously, the, with with the tour guide, as I say, the tour guide could be your app, or it could be a proper person actually taking you. You know, but I felt that if you're going past a place and you don't actually have a tour guide with you, you can phone in or you can listen to the app as well.
1: Well, wow, that's very interesting. So you can just do whenever you want for however long you want. Correct. Do you think this is appropriate for young children?
0: Absolutely, what a question <laughs> I just love it I have such fun with children all over the show And the best part is that I've done something very special at Street Park I've, I've done a labyrinth At Street Park And I've made it into a very, very special place It was a fountain that was Vandalized And um, that's what I said, I've used the labyrinth In all sort of places, but my dream Was to get it into a public place So my dream's nearly true because i got got the labyrinth into Innisfree Park. We transformed that fountain uh, into the South African flag colors. And I've been so excited that we've managed to get people back into the park. And you know, my dream is to make it all the way f- along the Sprite, all the way to Ernest Allman as, as well. I have all the different routes that I've developed here for you today. I've, I've brought them for you. There is a promotional DVD which will show you exactly how the join the dots work.
1: Wow, that's if very they, interesting. Someone, can someone buy this DVD to see how yes, it works? Yes. So yes. where can they get this DVD?
0: They can put it go onto my website and www.walktours.co.za and they can buy it. Here's one of Troyville Kensington, and he has all the other different routes. We did one. This is the green route that I was just talking about, and then. The We have this Bramfontein route, which I did last year, and what we did, we actually drew a map, and then we actually had the pictures of the places with dots that you could actually stick as you went onto the place.
1: Oh, wow, that's so interesting. So what Beryl is showing me is you have all different stickers and a sheet, and you can actually stick the stickers onto your sheet to make a little cool dot, 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 dot. Paper. Also, you, um, Beryl, showed me a picture of this really cool, colourful circle with all different dots and different colours. So, can you explain what that is?
0: Yes. So that's the labyrinth, and what I've done with it is I've developed, um, as you can see, the numbers on the on the labyrinth, and it's especially got measurements because the most important thing is when you actually um, walk or do any distance, you want to know how far you've gone. So. Into that labyrinth, it's 279 meters. So if you go in and out, you've already done approximately 600 meters of a of a, of a kilometer. And it's the most beautiful thing to do. It's just such a therapeutic thing. You know, when you do the labyrinth, I try to explain to people that you should be quiet. You should just walk it in silence. You should take a couple of deep breaths before and deep breaths afterwards, just to clear the mind. It is actually like a meditation tool.
1: Wow, so that 's so cool. You basically made a a walking circle with all different colors that people can follow and be sort of interested while they're walking correct so um, how long are your actual tour guided tours?
0: Okay, we start off in Santon, which is basically your introduction you 're welcome to south africa that 's about a two hour tour. Then my other main laps uh stepping out to freedom or t- uh, my Kensington Trovel or Alexander tour, they're about three to four hours. And then my dinner hops at least five hours. Because what you do with the dinner hop, the cool down lap, is you're going from place to place having different courses, ending off with coffee show and dessert. And my most famous one is the wild night in Africa, which is like in the Johannesburg Zoo. It's very, very special. It's a beautiful tour.
1: Wow. So you actually have a tour where you supply dinner? Yes. That's amazing. And in your other tours, do you supply other snacks or other meals?
0: We give like halfway, yes, we do give like uh, coffee, tea and uh, fruit juice and possibly watermelon and a uh, fruit cake.
1: That sounds very nice. So, how did you get into this whole business of doing tours for people and walking them around and making all these different routes and making labyrinths? How did you get into all of that?
0: Okay. Virtually what happened to me was when we started the Johannesburg Big Walk, when we started training people to do the, in fact, we started training people to do the Cape Town Big Walk. And, um, when we went down to Cape Town to do the walk, uh, we realized that the distances weren't properly measured. We used to train at all the Run for Life groups and every Sunday we used to have training groups right throughout Johannesburg. And whenever we were going into these other different areas in Johannesburg from the Run for Life groups, um, we realized that we didn't know much about Johannesburg. And, you know, we kept on asking, what are are these places? So that, like, triggered my interest. And then, of course, we got to Cape Town, and not the distance wasn't properly measured. And we were very, very highly trained, and I was very upset. So when we came back, a group of us got together, and we said, okay, let's start something in Johannesburg. But what we really wanted was something for real serious walkers. And as I said to you before, my dream is to actually walk all over the world in different races. And I've been to Hong Kong and I've been to, I've I've done the London Marathon. I've done a few others. But the greatest thing is to do something for walkers in Johannesburg. So we started a 21 and a 42 kilometer for walkers from the Johannesburg Zoo. Um, I think the very, very first sponsors were Brennis Toyota. It was Johannesburg City Council and Rotary that we did this distances. And since then it's like gone from strength to strength and it really has grown. And in about 98, 99, I resigned from that committee, but I saw the value of the comrade that was out there on that road. And I got so excited with it. I got very carried away. And I realized that it was more, there was more to bring tourists back into Johannesburg and bringing people back onto a road in a safe and fun way that people could enjoy South Africa. Because I feel that even our locals, when I take them into Santon, they can't believe what I show them. They actually don't even realize because they're so busy in their cars and driving around that they actually don't know. So I've had a lot of fun with it. And the most important is getting people to get out there in a safe and beautiful way.
1: So where do you get the information that you tell people on all of
0: these tours? I've I've been very lucky. I've had lots of people helping me. Uh, I haven't done it on my own, certainly. And um, I had a most incredible person in the beginning uh, who was with me for many, many years. And he wrote most of my scripts and information. A lot of them were tour guides um one gentleman, uh, he was a journalist, and he he was my first person to help me. He lived in Kensington, Troyville, and he was just wonderful. I've, I've just been very, very lucky. I never really thought I was going to be a tour guide. I mean, the last subject that I ever thought I was going to be interested in was history. So, I mean, here I have got a subject, a, a, a business that actually is, revolves around history or, you know, actual proper information about a place. The most important thing is to get people out there and just to have fun. And I really felt it was important. um, You know, I've had such fun uh, finding out. And especially walking, um, it's just been beautiful. It's been the most exciting thing that I think I've ever done. But I've been very lucky. I've had lots of wonderful people around me.
1: That sounds really cool. So... You mentioned before that there's a self guiding tour. So can you, you, you said that there was an app that you can use. So can you tell us a bit more about this app? Does it also tell you the same information as a tour with a guide?
0: Yes. Yeah. At the moment we as I said to you, we've only got these sites on it. At the moment, we've only got Johannesburg, Santon, Alexander Township, Innes Street Park, Ernest Ullman, um uh, the Labyrinth, JSE, uh, mushroom park and the Chabad. So that's a sample. But we've got all these others uh, that uh, was on my telephone system. I think I've given it to you here. And um, it's all the different routes. Um, I think I did bring one. Yeah, here it is. Here it was all my different routes originally. And all these routes are just waiting to be put onto the app. And what will happen when you get onto the app, uh, you just have to scroll to the sites. Because at the moment, as I say, it's a sample just out there, um, just waiting for people to help me develop it and put it on, put it out there. And I'm hoping to get it into the schools because I think that's where the, the excitement and the interest will be for people to help me develop their own roots around schools. And that way we can develop the whole of Johannesburg.
1: So you were, um, you made these tours and then you made the self-guarding app. So, is the information in that you give on the tours the exact same as on the app? So you can basically self-guide yourself through the tour correct. with the, the same correct. information.
0: Quite correct. Quite correct. Yes. You know, obviously, it's it's very much summarised on the app, but you you get a very good feeling. You know, at the moment, I think. The app has got a little bit, maybe too much information because you know sometimes you get tired listening, you know. So you don't want to tire people. So obviously we tried to shorten it as much as we could. Still hoping to make sense, you know, that the the you know the the story of Johannesburg or Santon, and I hope that you'll be able to have a chance to listen to them yourselves and have fun with it on the phone. And that's what it's all about, you know. People love their cell phones, and you love playing with them.
1: So how can people get this app?
0: Yeah, you go onto the App Store, uh and you put Join in the dots walk and talk.
1: That sounds really cool that you can guide yourself through your own area.
0: Yeah, and you'll get a T on a um this T will come up and that's the app signature for the talk part.
1: So uh, it's like a big big fat, big fat tea. tea.
0: yeah, big orange T.
1: It sounds like a really cool app to have on your phone if you're going to be anyway spending so much time on your phone. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, 4Kids, by kids My name is Berea Katz and I'm 12 years old. Let's carry on with our questions. So, do you offer your tours in different languages?
0: Okay, Yes. I do. Obviously, we get the tour guides that have got all the different language skills. And um, what I did originally, as well, with our telephone system, it was the, it was the developed into or translated into eight languages: English, um, French, German, Spanish, English, German, Spanish, uh, French, uh, Italian, uh, Zulu, Sutu, and Chinese. And um, that you could have on the on the self uh, on the cell phone system. Unfortunately, that doesn't work any longer. The RVR system, um, but we will tr- we will we will we'll have it on the app eventually. It will come. It will come.
1: So that's so cool. Soon on the self-guiding app, there will be also a choice of different languages. Correct. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so do you get a lot of foreigners that you have the yes. in different languages? Yes. Would yes. you say you have more foreigners or more locals?
0: At this stage, we've had more locals. Um, I've done a lot of work with our local community. I have obviously done a lot of tourists uh, over the years. I've been going 20 years. I can't believe it. It's gone very quickly. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, but I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, And most of the time, I've always had the tour guides to do the work for me. I've never really run the tours myself. I'm not a very good tour guide. All I want is you to come and have fun.
1: (laughs) So you're not actually a tour guide yourself?
0: I have been trained, and I have got my little badge but I'm not good with it.
1: <laughs> so do you do any of your tours? I
0: do do it, but I only do it for like groups of two or three. I'm very shy.
1: That's definitely not very good if you're a tour guide.
0: No. But it yeah. still
1: must be fun to That's show fun. people around. Yeah, for you two or three people,
0: it's fun. You know, I'm, I'm happy to do that, yeah.
1: Where can people sign up for a tour? Like if they decide that they, it's a nice outing to do, which I think it is. Um, Where should they sign up for it?
0: Okay, on www.walktours.co.za. I've got all the different routes and all the different um, costs of everything. It's all on the on the website. You know, they're very welcome. Otherwise, they can always send us uh, an inquiry on inquiries at walktours.co.za.
1: What ages do you think this tour is appropriate for? Because it seems like it's quite a long tour. And young children wouldn't assist, wouldn't really manage with that.
0: Okay. I've had lots of fun uh, with small children. Um, not a problem. In Santon, it's very easy. And also the one that I have uh, going from park to park, which is along uh, from Innisfree to Ernest Allman. It's beautiful. You go along the the, the river... Um, along the Sand sprat in Sandton, and it's very easy. It's not not a problem for children at all. And especially in my labyrinth in Innisfree, um, in fact, on Sunday there were loads of children in the park, and it's just wonderful. It's just so super, just to see people having fun and bringing really that uh, good, healthy space to them and just letting them be out there.
1: Definitely in the park there would be young children there because that's what young children love.
0: Absolutely. And especially in that labyrinth, it's, the labyrinth is a great attraction, and they love following the numbers in the, you know, in the labyrinth. So they, they like literally go from one one dot to the next, and they hop scotch, and they're, they're counting, and they do oh, all so sorts cute. of fun things. Yeah,
1: you can really have a lot of fun with different mm. colours and dots.
0: That's exactly what it's all about. <laughs>
1: So do you think that walking on a labyrinth would like take your mind off it so you can actually walk a lot on it?
0: Yes, you can, yeah. Um, I've had so much fun with it. Um, I try to walk on the labyrinths at least once or twice a day, and it's just such a beautiful area, and that is the most beautiful setting, especially when you see this concrete jungle of Santon in the distance and this most beautiful green park in front of you and all the traffic going up onto the Grayston Highway. I mean, what a better spot could it be?
1: Definitely couldn't find a better spot. Uh, and do, do you think children find the information interesting, or does it just go over their heads? You know, uh, some
0: of it, I think. I think they might enjoy the pictures more. You know, the video, um, of the pictures. I'm not certain about the information. You know, you don't want to have information overload, but some people might find it interesting. I've tried to make it fun, you know, as, as, as cool as I could. I had a lovely voiceover. Um, I don't know if you ever remember that or you of the radio announcer Malcolm Gooding and he did my voiceovers for me. And uh, I mean, a nicer voice I couldn't get.
1: <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Mm. So. Does your business take, like, a interest in the community you're talking about? Do they talk about the people there, the culture?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Please listen to my Alexandra one, especially my Alexandra Township. That was one that we really focused on. We trained a lot of guides for Alexandra Township. I trained about 12 guides in 2000 and I think it was 2000 or 2001. I trained the guides there already and I've had a lot of good feedback from them, and they've run lovely tours. They've, they've had a wonderful time in Alexander.
1: Do you have your own course for the guides, or do you send them
0: to um, actual like, we, guide we, we did originally, um, and then we also did one at Constitution Hill uh, in about, oh, about two, I can't even remember the years anymore, 2004. I haven't done that uh, since, but we actually send them now to, to tour guiding school.
1: And how many guides do you have in your business?
0: Okay, I literally only hire the guides only when I need them. So I don't actually employ anybody. You know, they they all subcontract to me. And they work for themselves.
1: So they just go to different businesses and are tour guides for different businesses?
0: They, They tour guides for different tours. Like, say, for Alexander... There's the Alexander guys. Uh, for downtown Johannesburg, there's all the different guides down there. And I actually just send all the business to all those particular uh, businesses or guides downtown. Uh, they're the specialists. They must get the work. <laughs> you know, they've worked very hard to get there.
1: <laughs> so do you work with, like, specific guides?
0: Um We did originally. Um, it depends on which area is in demand. As I say, Johannesburg has got certain ones that I just keep sending the business to. Constitutional have got their own set as well. Uh, in Santon, that, that I will uh, certainly look after, and I have got a few people that do Santon for me. But as I said to you, I don't really do the guiding tours too much. I don't focus on that too much. I want to develop the app so people can actually go out there and actually do their own thing. I just want people to come in. Uh, as I said to you, I'm trying to create these green spaces, especially in Sandton. That's my dream, that um, the whole of industry all along the river to Ernest Ullman would be a green space. And that's like really my focus and where my interest lies. I want to develop that as a tourist route where people can just come and have fun, they can find out things, they can see about the trees. I put the names on the trees for people to find out about the names. And yeah, and that's why I said I'd really love schools to get involved and make routes around their own schools with their own app. So we could actually go visit all the different schools or, or different areas in Johannesburg. And there may be roller, roller coasters right throughout South Africa.
1: Wow, that sounds really cool. So you can actually make it a bit like a nature walk with yes. different signs on the different trees and signposts about different areas. Correct. Telling about, about the history. Correct. So which do you think you focus more on, the history of the place or the actual current
0: It depends on the interest? site. It depends on the site. At the moment, as I said to you, my interest is in Innisfree to, all the way through to Ernest Allman. So I'm really really at this moment focusing on more on the nature and uh, obviously labyrinths uh, that's really my big focus I'd like to put a couple of more labyrinths along the route so people could actually experience and they're all different kinds of labyrinths you know in, in fact in my own garden I've got the Star of Life um, you know that will it's like seven corners and that will always um, a labyrinth will always take you to a place where you need to go it'll always give you a, a solution to a problem um i 've also got this round circle one, which is also seven circuit it 's the same one like i 've got it in a spree um and that 's like the seven chakras of the body. Then, in my back garden, I have um, a, a circle that almost looks like a brain and it 's only three circuits uh, but it 's the most beautiful and you know after you've walked all of them and you get a different feeling, every time you change direction when you 're walking, the brain gives different uh messages and you actually get endorphins being let off and you get this most beautiful beautiful feeling of just feeling calm relaxed and just being more focused you you're able to you know focus for the day which is which is a beautiful way to feel
1: it's very therapeutic yes so would you say that it's good to walk on a labyrinth at the beginning of the day yes. to set your mind in gear
0: very much so and sometimes i get very stressed so then i know that i must just go out and walk the labyrinth it's such fun.
1: Are all labyrinths in, in a round shape?
0: No, so that's what I was trying to explain. Some are different. The one that I've got in my front is a star. Then if you look, I've got, I've got a wonderful picture of all different labyrinths. I mean, some are like butterflies. Some are, oh, you get long ones. You get, you know, all different shapes, yeah, and all different lengths. It goes from one to, I've seen, up to about 14 or 15 circuits. So it's actually quite wonderful in the designs. And it's an old, old, ancient mathematical equation. I never knew anything about labyrinths until I started my walk to a business. And I had two girlfriends that came along to help me. And they said, well, you know, have you ever thought about the labyrinth? And that's actually how... I got involved, and it was wonderful when, as I said, when I joined Johannesburg Tourism in 2004, um, that I could just paint it on the ground at Innisfree Park, that we didn't have to walk in the middle of the traffic in Sandton, and uh, people could come into this beautiful labyrinth that was 60 square meters, which was really big, and um, it was just a fun thing to do, but unfortunately that got mowed off the grass, oh, sorry, it got, got mowed off, and the next thing um, I um, decided from that that I got so excited about it that I would like to do it more formally. So I started painting them onto canvases. I was thinking do I bring one with me today? And I thought, no, no that'll really freak them out. So anyway, so I thought, okay, just don't do that. But anyway, I had these uh, canvas ones that you can roll out on the ground and the thing is it was too much of a problem every time to roll out. So I wanted them to be built all over the show. I originally did one at in the laundry courtyard of the Constitution Hill. I built that out of the bricks of the old jail and that was quite a lot of fun. That had two entrances and it was very, very, very different for as such. So my focus at the moment is a lot of the work I'm doing is on labyrinths, calming the mind, peacefulness, walking teaching people how to walk properly if you ever want to learn and to train walking industry has got the most beautiful tarred road inside the park it's 1.8 kilometers long t- completely tarred and you can really train serious wiggle walking do you know wiggle walking no if you walk you walk with your hips and you really wiggle and you race and you can actually walk faster than uh, some of the runners Wow! So that that is quite fun. So that is really where I came from was the walking race walking field, and I just fell into this because I just love Johannesburg and have just been so lucky and had had the opportunity of doing what I've been able to do, and yeah, I don't know what else to tell you, but I've just had such fun with it. I never regret what I've done.
1: <laughs> How long have you been doing this for?
0: Twenty years.
1: Twenty years. Well, wow, that's quite a long time. Yes. So have you developed it over time and? expanded the information
0: well this is what i'm saying too that we've got now to a point we are definitely wanted it on an app originally it was on the ivr system the telephone system and um, when people saw the signage up outside the sites they didn't really understand what it is and um, so i'm hoping on the pavements uh, you know that it could be painted the dots um the same like my t-shirt well that's
1: see. a cool t-shirt it's got a Blue dot that says join, and then a red dot underneath that says there, and then a yellow dot underneath that says dots, and then a white dot underneath that says oh, South Africa. That's that pr- says
0: that says a it's got like a little South African sign. Yeah, that's proudly South Africa, and that's R for information. So that's really what the signs look like. And then they have that orange tea on the top. So they're all over Santon at this stage, and I'm hoping it'll be all over the show. So when you're also in an area, you know, because how, st- how we developed it and how my original business plan was, was together with the business improvement districts, they have got a levy in an area to improve an area to, for the crime and grime. So uh, I thought that would be a wonderful way. And then um, with the tourism associations, we would identify the sites.
1: So is is this tour company nationwide?
0: Okay, at this moment, we're only in Johannesburg, but obviously I would like to roll it out through, throughout South Africa.
1: That sounds like a really awesome tour to go on. And how can people sign up for this tour?
0: Okay, on www.walktours.co.za. Any information, otherwise send an inquiry on an email to inquiries at walktours.co.za.
1: Wow, that's such a cool thing to be able to do and while well done for starting this business. It sounds like a really cool thing. Um to be able to teach people to w- walk and love the environment. Thank you. Thank you to my guest Beryl Porter and my producer Mandy and Craig for pushing big red buttons. Thank you my to my two guests, for the Time to Twister, who are in studio with me. Um, and join us tomorrow for another Chaquid show. Only on 101.9 Chai FM. This has been Chakids, Kids for Kids Bar Kids